All right, coming to you from CPP Radioactive Studios at the CPP Library from CPP with a couple of CP peeps. <laughs> this is the Lake Take with Chris and Daniel. I'm Chris. And I'm Daniel. How's it going, everybody? A uh, surprise show here. We decided uh, to show up a little bit early to school and, and take a little bit just because uh, D'Angelo Russell had a sizzling hot 33 points in his last game. Yeah, it was big time. It just seems like he likes to dominate Emmanuel Moutier because of all the comparisons coming back in from uh, the NBA draft. It's awesome to see him score 33 points, whether in the preseason or not. He looks like he's just laser-focused in. I can't wait for his season. I think everybody overall is starting to play really good, and you're starting to see that message of defense to offense. But as Laker fans, we've been through this so many times, we have really got to pump the brakes before we get burned. Yes. Because... Preseason always looks really cool. Randall's passes are always really cool in preseason, but we got to, you know, wait a little bit and just see what more we can get. But the good thing is we're seeing um, even with the simple sets that Luke's put in with his offense, it's already freeing up guys for a lot, just wide open shots. D'Angelo, a lot of the shots he's taking are wide open and they're really good shots. Yeah, I agree. I think that he's working pick and roll really well. I think the reason we signed Mozgov is because, I mean, look at him. He's a huge body. Analytically speaking, he's one of the best role mans in the NBA. It's really opening up a lot of space for D'Angelo. And D'Angelo's able to get to that his favorite mid-range shot a lot. Mm-hmm. He's moving off ball really well. He's getting a lot of open three-point shots, which is something Luke has talked about wanting to get a lot of. And, um, you know, it's just exciting to see D'Angelo dominate offensively. Yeah, and I, I agree there um, with you, too. Speaking of Mozgov, when he threw down that dunk in the last game, I tweeted um, he mozgoved him, but I spelled it mozgov. Okay. Yeah, so I didn't I didn't tweet the rest of the game. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, you know how that went. But uh, no, yeah, and, and like everybody is is really like playing off of their strengths right now. It's just good to see. And the one thing is, it's always really nice to see these teams measure up against younger teams because although yes, it's not the Warriors or the you know the Trailblazers. Oh, the GoPro. Um, the Warriors or the Trailblazers, I mean, you want to see them match up against these teams because soon enough in the future, these are going to be their competition, you know, and the fact that they're being able to take them out now, hopefully they can do that in the future, uh, do this some more, taking out younger teams as the season goes along. Yeah, um, yeah and it comes to the matchup tonight, actually, against Portland. is It's going to be a really big, like, measuring stick battle to see if D'Angelo can score big time against C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard, a uh, player that seems to be more D'Angelo's style, a guy that can tear you up from anywhere on the court, can hit big threes. Um, Yeah, we just want to see him do good against really good NBA talent. So today's going to be a big measuring stick battle, and I'm excited to see it. Yeah, and, and, you know, this is also a team that is pretty young, so with our young talent matching up with theirs, it's going to be really interesting to see. As you said, you know, you're stoked to see it. I'm really stoked to see it. Um, And... I think uh, one thing I also really like going on with the team right now is, you know, you've been hearing a lot, you, you've been seeing Jordan Clarkson more and more on the bench, and it's looking like this might be an actual, uh, like his actual role going into the season. And with one, I'm I am totally okay with it. You know, last year people would have said, oh, you would have killed Byron for it. But I'm okay with this simply for the fact that Luke said that he sees Clarkson as kind of that Lamar Odom role. You know, he's, you know, Lamar was really a starter, as Luke said, mm-hmm. and he really was. And so he's just going to be coming in um, just to ignite that second unit, uh, get us back into the game if we need to, and really give us that energy that we need to in order to win games. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, and plus, um, seeing stuff like this going on with Clarkson moving to the bench, and you see a lot of Tarek Black. You haven't seen a lot of Yee. Um, Luke's just trying to see what works for this Lakers lineup. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean Clarkson's going to be coming off the bench, but you know, you hope that later on, when we're a very good team, Clarkson's actually going to be our sixth man, Manu Ginobili, Lamar Odom type that comes off the bench, allows our second unit to not have a huge drop off, and was able to finish the game with the starters. Um, I think Clarkson's going to be that guy for us completely. Yeah, and uh, one thing I like about um, oh, I just totally lost my train of thought right now. Oh, actually, not one thing I like. Uh, one thing I've been Noticing and seeing is I don't think Yiji, uh, man, what is it, Yiji on Leon is I, yeah, he's not he's not making this team. He's not he's I don't think he's shown anything. He's not he's not impressed on offense, and or defense. He's a seventy five on two K for some reason. Um, but I I really think Thomas Robinson has outplayed this guy. Yeah. Um. The only thing about Thomas Robinson is you see Tarek Black. Um, play a very similar game to him. Tarek Black, a guy that's been on our team for a few years and is actually has an inside with Luke over in Memphis, like we mentioned on our last Lake take. But, um, yeah, I can see he maybe not making the team, um, although he does present a you know, unique set of skills, as Taken would say, that um, he's able to stretch it out to the three at, and playing our five, a guy that is able to kind of defend the rim um, hopefully we do see just more of Yee, because I've heard mixed reviews with him in and out of practice, but I want to see more of him before we let that boat sail. So Yee is not looking like a Yee at the moment right now for the team to make the team. Thomas Robinson has played really well, especially on the defensive end. All these guys have played really well on the defensive end. It's just been a lot of fun to see. They've been on the floor, and the one thing that's been like interesting to see, too, is they have not played really with Lowell Dang except for you know game one. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome because, you know, the rest of the team is stepping up in, in different ways defensively. You know, you're seeing Nick Young actually compete a little bit more on defense, um, off whether it's off ball or on ball. Uh, they, they're playing really well. Yeah, I agree. Um, Nick Young, a guy who did not play well at all last year, a guy that, you know, last year his stats, he was averaging seven points. He was barely two rebounds. Just a guy that wasn't doing a whole lot for – the Lakers team, but you see Luke come in, he's um, introducing a very modern offense, this kind of offense that Mike D'Antoni offered up a couple years ago, and it's an offense that Nick excelled in, so maybe we'll see Nick play a few minutes here and there, Um, he's a guy that can light it up from three, we've seen him uh, catch fire a few times in our days, so hopefully he's a guy that can rejuvenate his career um, this upcoming season. And one thing uh, you already noticed with the team, too, is just although, you know, winning is not the main goal of this season, it's still something that Luke wants to have as a part of this culture. And after getting – he was getting interviewed the other day on Spectrum Sportsnet, and he was saying, you know, um, that he felt that they could have won the last game against the Nuggets, which they lost by four points. But, you know, he took out all of the starters. So he said, we really should have won that game. So this, that's why this this uh, last game around with the Nuggets, you saw the starters playing pretty much the entire game as if it was a real game because he wanted them to have that experience of the, if the game's within reach, uh, you know, go ahead out there and grab it and, and get the win. Because, you know, winning is still – it still is important even though that's not the main goal here. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, as a competitor, you always want to win. Just like what Derek Fisher said, which I'm um, happy to see him on Spectrum Sports and that team. 
He's totally got hired because I know James Worthy is sick of coming in this early in the season. <laughs> I know he doesn't want to be working in July anymore. He I think he's been there, though, no? Yeah, I know he has, but I know he wants more days off. <laughs> he's so, um, But we got Derek Fisher coming in, and he was a guy that just talked about what you just said. Um, no matter what, you want to win games, whether it's preseason, summer league, anything, you want to win those games. So um, it was hard to see the – it slip away that last Nuggets game, but, you know, it was our third team that let it go. And it just, like, preseason's really hard to gauge because just like this last game, a lot of the Nuggets players didn't play, like Mike Miller and a few others. So you don't get to see the full team. But we are we are putting together a couple wins. Um, D'Angelo looks great. Clarkson looks great. Um, Dang looked good in that f- those first couple games. And uh, Julius. Yeah, Julius has looked good. Um Across the board, Larry Nance, uh, Ivica, for whatever, the, the little minutes he's played has also played really well. Yeah, he has. He has. And um, I think that uh, we have a, to- a strong team going forward, a deep team. I-, I believe that you brought up the Dodgers last podcast talking about how their depth was used to uh, make them a better team. And same thing with the Golden State Warriors. They went, you know, like 10, 11 deep, not usually seen in an NBA yeah. setting. Usually you stick to your nine guys, but hopefully throughout the season we're going to play like around 11 guys, keep everyone fresh, and just keep those shooters coming off the bench so we can just be jacking them up and win some games that we're not supposed to win. Well, the thing that gets me excited too is, like I said in the last podcast, we're in the Delilah phase, like in Coach Carter, where we haven't, they haven't really focused on too much offense yet. They've put in sets in there and whatnot, which have been really already beneficial. I mean, you're seeing shooters coming off of screens, and they're not coming off of just one screen. They're coming off of multiple screens at certain points. In transition, uh, uh, D'Angelo Russell has wide open three point shots, and he's hitting them. And it's just, it's, you know, it's really good to see. And the thing is, on defense, it's been awesome. Brandon Ingram you know, hasn't made too much of an impact on the offensive end, and he's going to struggle there because of the weight. I mean, in the, um, when they played the Kings, he missed this dunk, and he solely missed the dunk because Boogie bodied him up before he could finish it, and he lost total control because, you know, I mean, he doesn't have that, you know, that's almost 100, not almost 100 pounds on him, but that's a lot more weight, you know what I mean, like pushing him around. Uh, but he's had six blocks and three steals through um, three games, and it's, he's looked really solid. And the thing is, it's re- really cool, too, is the block shots that he's had, he's really had to leave his feet. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, I think that um, he's shown his uh, length as a real big skill, a skill that he's going to be able to use, especially when he g- gathers all that strength that he's going to gain through just working out every day and being a professional player. And going back to what you said, Brandon Ingram's 190 pounds. DeMarcus Cousin is 269, so it's nearly 100 pounds. 80. Yeah, so. 79. Yeah, it's, it's pretty insane to, um, to think that Brandon was going at DeMarcus to try to get that bucket, which is. Well, what's funny is DeMarcus wasn't near the basket at the time when he went up for the dunk. Yeah. But he's like, you know, he's still get, he, he almost looks kind of. I don't want to say slow. Maybe it's because he's so thin. It looks like he's kind of like paper in the wind. Yeah. But, like, going up, like, Boogie had plenty of time to come over, body him up, and catch up to it. I'm surprised he didn't get a foul call because it looked kind of like that. But sometimes you're, as a rookie, you don't get that call. Oh, yeah. You're never going to get a call as a rookie. But at the same time, I think that Boogie's just a fast, big man. He's a freak of nature. So he was able to catch up on Brandon. And Brandon's a guy that, like D'Angelo, plays a little methodically. A guy like um, I was listening to the Locked On Lakers podcast uh, uh, last night during work when I wasn't supposed to, and uh, they were talking about how 
Um, is that why you have uh, the uh, wireless headphones there? <laughs> Completely, 100%. <laughs> but um, they talked about D'Angelo looking like he doesn't care when he plays, but it's not because he doesn't care, because he really cares, but it's because he's so methodical in the way he gets to the line. And that's why when I first saw him coming into the league, I likened him to, the le- uh, to James Harden, a guy that I think that D'Angelo is going to be able to get to the line really well a guy that can score really well, and a guy that can also get a lot of his teammates involved. Because D'Angelo, which is a lot of people are complaining about, is being more of a scorer. But I think his scoring opportunities is going to open up a lot of the passing lanes so our other guys can get easy buckets. What do you think, Chris? I'm glad you brought up passing because, or, you know, passing and assist numbers. If you really watch these games and you really pay attention, D'Angelo Russell should have at least three to four more assists tonight. And it drives me crazy because these guys have been playing with him all summer and they've spent, you know, already an, an entire year with him. Guys aren't ready for the ball when he's passing it to him still. There's, there's been several times where I see Julius cutting down the lane or, or Larry Nance cutting down the lane and they get a pass from Russell, bobbled, and they turn it over. Um, or sometimes, you know, like he throws the ball to people, people when they're open and it goes out of bounds. And also with this system, it's about finding the best open shot. And if you look at Steph Curry's numbers, his assist, number, his assist totals aren't exactly the, the best either. But um, it also just comes with, you know, who, who has the best opportunity of taking the best open shot. And that's just been him lately. He's had the, you know, he's surveyed the floor. He's had the, his job as a point guard is to find the best option to score. And if that's him, take the shot. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think that uh, that a lot of people do need to be taking the open shots, being ready for uh, D'Angelo's passes because, like you said, uh, he only had three assists against the Nuggets, but it looked like it could have been around six or seven with a lot of these drop passes. Um, I think with playing with each other more and everyone getting – I know we've been saying the same thing over and over every season because we have a new coach every season, <laughs> but – Getting used to the offense, getting used to how we're going to be playing. Do you want to talk to <laughs> Getting used to how we're going to be playing is going to help these guys um, play better together. And so we're going to be able to see D'Angelo utilize that crazy passing ability that we've seen on sports science and all of that. So I, I have high hopes for D'Angelo. I think that we're going to see him to the likes of Damian Lillard. Um, credit Mike Trudell on that comparison. Um, or even James Harden. Um, I think that this guy's going to be a true leader for our team, and I'm just excited to see him and Ingram come into their own and become superstars. So um, coming into this game in Portland, though, going against Damian Lillard, um, do you think we're going to play just as well as we did against the Nuggets? And, yeah, just your thoughts on this Portland game coming up. Well, I think the one thing that, that's important, and uh, you didn't see this so much in the last game, but you saw it in the first two games, is somewhat of a lazy start. Um, I think it depends on how they come out. Um, one thing I think that's been really solid for them, though, is they do come out lazy, but they're able to work themselves back into the game defensively when they they hunker down early instead of you know waiting to be down a lot and then starting to do it late. But we've only seen this team for three games, so it's really you know obviously it's a little tough to tell. And the the thing is, I saw the Lakers play the Blazers twice last year, and they just McCollum and in uh, McCollum and Lillard just Lit, lit the Lakers up. All four times they played them, they they really just you know destroyed us, especially from the three point line. But um, one thing I've noticed with D'Angelo, especially, is he's he's making that effort on defense. You know, he um, I saw this video of him, you know, uh, 
during training camp, and he's really trying to make an effort to communicate more on defense. And you could tell that he's, you know, he's, he's trying to pick when he's trying to pick a ball. He's trying to stay on the man. You saw Mike Trudell post some videos of where he was, you know, just really uh, staying on his guy, doing a good job off the ball. He's really great off the ball on offense, so I think that could help him out on, you know, on defense when guys are trying to, you know, create space and get open too. Uh, but I've been really, you know, impressed with what we've seen so far. But when it comes to the game tonight, I think it's just a really just a wait and see. I mean, you really have to wait and see with this team, with these teams, and see what they do against you know playoff talented teams or playoff caliber teams. That's a better word. Let me use that instead. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of the time, what we focused on um, is our matchups with like Minnesota. Minnesota is a team that we want to continue to play well against because they're a team of the future. Um, I think that um, Portland is a really good measuring stick. Like I've said that, I think, 70 times now. <laughs> and uh, I think that they are because they're a young team in themselves, a team that surprised a lot of people last year, a team that I think we're going to play also similar to. I think that we're going we're gonna to shoot for the stars with playing like Golden State, but it's going to come closer to looking like um, a team like Portland because just we have – more guys with similar skill sets to people in Portland. So I think this is going to be a good thing to see going against uh, Jordan Clarkson and D'Angelo Russell versus Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum. And Crab. <laughs> yeah, um, just all these guys that um, are young and great and guys. We're living and dying by Lou Will's D this year, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, starting lineup, I mean, whew. Yeah, it's it's going to be rough. We I want to see uh because in this preseason so far, Lou Williams has gotten a lion's share of the minutes. Um Jordan Clarkson has actually played around 20 where Lou has played a little more, and I believe that's going back to the fact that just Luke wants to see what we really have in a lot of these guys. So, um when that switched around, I think it's going to be great. I I think that we're going to see Lou score like 11 to 12 points. And they're going to be effective maybe getting to the line when we're in a dry spell and when we really need them. Um, and Clarkson is going to be able to show that great defense that he's been showing, that much improved defense from last year. And um, that's why it was great to see them against Emmanuel Moutier and uh, Gary Harris. Well, we didn't get to see Gary Harris, but it's a, those are matchups we like to see with these young backcourts. Yeah, Jamal Murray. Um, I want to see this Laker backcourt really start dominating because that's something that we're going to need to do if we want to take a quick quick leap up into uh, playoff prominence. Well, and speaking of, uh, you know, picking up and competing and, you know, playing hard, I think one thing that I, I was really encouraged by was the fact that um, in the first game against the Nuggets, Randall only had six points, but in the second game he had 16 um, well, I think one is because he had to go against uh, Jokic. That was the something else itch that I was thinking about uh, last podcast. It was Jokic. Um, and obviously, Randall struggles against scoring against length. Um, so when Fareed was in there, you know, it was great to see him really go at him. And he had, you know, 16 points. He either had 16 rebounds, four assists, or the other way around, six assists, four rebounds. I, I, I don't remember. I don't have it pulled up in front of me. Um, I mean, I could, but or let's see. You have it pulled up. Julius Randle. All right. Oh, well, you, well, you get that. I'll keep talking about Julius. No, but it was just good to see uh, Julius come out aggressive and attack. And also just in Luke's system, you could tell that he's they're going to benefit really well from his passing ability, having a big be able to pass like that. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Draymond, even though I don't want to, you know, a lot of people hate when you compare Julius Randle to Draymond Green. I mean, this is this guy has a, the potential to be a point, a point forward 
in this system. And I just love um, that on, I think it was in the third quarter, they were just really letting Julius bring the ball up yeah. and run the offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, a, thi- a thing about Julius being able to play with that pick and roll and him making quick decisions off that pick and roll, either the gun it to the corner three or be able to take it in and dunk it because that guy can really work well when he's in open space because that's one thing he does against bigs is just demoralize them with his actual with his dribble movement and everything. Um, I want to see Julius, like just with this whole team, you want to see this whole team take a big uh, leap defensively. Um, he's been weak on that end. Um, that's where he is. That's why people get mad at the Draymond comparison because Draymond is just an all-world defender where Julius Randle seems like he's still at the college level and defending sometimes. <laughs> he gets lost. But um, I believe that Julius is going to be able to show us hopefully his Charles Barkley-like fast breaks and um, getting into open space. And hopefully, please, God, can we see that jumper? Can we please see that jumper from Julius? And that's one thing he's been showing us already is the jumper. And it's looked nice. It's been good. He even hit a layup with the right hand uh, the other day, and he was showing the crowd. You know, did you see that when he was like, yeah. my right hand? Yeah. Um, and it's really good to see because, you know, he, you, you know this guy's been working on this stuff really hard. You know, you know he's his – actually, all these players are their biggest critics. I mean, D'Angelo Russell was saying that, you know, he has a trip on his shoulder this year because he feels like he has something to prove. And it's really, you know, it's really good to see that the, the, these guys are already, you know, trying to grow up and mature, and they're trying to get serious about this because as they get better and they learn more about the game, it's only going to get better. I mean, D'Angelo Russell was talking about how Brandon Ingram is in the same spot he was in last year, you know, trying to figure out the game. These guys are young, you know what I mean? Like, D'Angelo Russell is not going to be able to to be passing uh, for, uh, you know, 10 assists a game because he really still has to f- – to get a handle on the game, to get a handle on the point guard position. He's even, he's, he, he said multiple times coming in to, uh, to play in the point guard position for the Lakers a lot last year, that this is a new position for him. You know, this is something he's doing for two years. Yeah. He's a great passer, but you know, um, you know, running an offense and getting, building up assists is something he's going to have to learn and develop. And he will. And, uh, just like, all these guys are learning and they're working on their skills. You know, Kobe wasn't great overnight. Kobe had to work on something each year, each offseason to really build up his game. And that's what we're going to see from these guys for the next couple of years. Yeah, totally. And um, we're seeing it under the tutelage of Luke Walton, a guy that we loved as a player, a guy that everyone loves as a coach, a guy that is just really bringing us into the uh, forefront of things. I mean, of, of basketball, a guy that's bringing is modernizing the Lakers. Um, it is his team. It's Luke's team more than it is D'Angelo's or Brandon's team. But um, seeing this, like, Steve Kerr, Pete Carroll-type coaching is just wonderful for a lot of these guys because they feel like they're actually enjoying coming to work, and you see it playing on the basketball court. It's just really everyone jumping up and down for all their players. Um, <laughs> possible collapsing of our room is happening in T-minus couple minutes so we'll look out for that <laughs> so if it suddenly stops and this never gets out i love you mom i love you dad <laughs> um yeah i'm just i can't wait for this season to actually start um and i know i keep on going back to it but this game against Portland's going to be really fun to watch and it's really going to show where we're at as a team because i think denver is in a very similar position on where we're at and i'm glad that we basically won those last two games against them because one we lost it with our or the first game we lost it with our third string guys, 
in the second game we're able to win it. Um, I'm just hoping that we can have a strong showing against Portland starters tonight. And I agree with you there. And just to see our second unit go up against theirs, too. Hopefully, um, Luol Deng, is, his knee's feeling a little better. I'd just like to see the team at full strength, just to see, you know, really what we what we have at our disposal, you know, as a lineup. Because the team's played better the last two games overall, and I thought they could have benefited from Deng's defense and uh, three-point shooting ability. Uh, well, I got um, some homework to get done soon. So I think this is as good a time as any to wrap up this uh Quick lake take. We just wanted to, you know, get get one in here as much as possible, just because it was really great. You know, um, just seeing these guys have fun. I think that's that's the biggest thing. It's not so much D'Angelo scoring thirty three points. It's just really seeing the great energy and you know these guys have fun. You brought up Pete Carroll. I remember reading an article three years ago about Pete Carroll, and uh, you know the one thing that was saying that that the that they really liked that he was bringing to Seattle, even though they had like a losing season his first season, was just the the his energy. You know what I mean? His energy was already uplifting the team, and you're already seeing that with Luke. And that's just uh, the last thing I got to say that I'm really stoked to see about this team is that they're just having fun. Yeah, I completely agree. And I really like Pete Carroll, even though I hate the Seahawks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so uh, coming to you from the CPP Library and CPP Radioactive Studios, this has been The Lake Take. I am Chris. And I'm Daniel. All right. Um, have a good day. <laughs>